Alexa. Connect. Searching. You're already connected to Charles's iPad. Oh. Connect a different device. Thanks to Alexa for letting me know that was all waste of time because you was already connected. <sighs> well, hello, welcome, listeners and storytellers, to another episode of You Got a Story. I am your lovable but asshole host, old to the motherfucking T, with a little bit of Care Bear tendencies inside of himself. Yeah, it sounded funnier in my head, but I digress. It is Sunday morning. I am very trying to wake myself up right now. I woke up 30 minutes ago. But we are here for another episode to talk about life. Not really. Just talk about ourselves, most likely. But we're going to just talk because it's what we do. Um, What I normally do with ads, uh, same ads as before, as the last episode. Uh, can I see that paper, my good guest? I will introduce you in one second. But... um. Just, you know, throwing some out there. There's, uh, you know, Postmates might still be working. So go ahead and use that promo code, idiots. Um, there's one, the new one that's, I mean, Raycons is working still. So if you want that, go ahead and put flagrant or idiots if you want 40% off. And then there's one more that they're doing, which is hymns, which I've done. Um, it does work. Um, I just personally stopped and went bald just because uh, if you're going to take pills, I figured I have my whole life to take pills. So if I'm going to take a pill now, like, basically, I've, I look at it like this. If I'm going to be an old person and have to take pills anyway, that's when I'm going to start taking hips. Right now, it's no point. Like, if there's time, I got time to get hair later. I don't need hair all the time in my life. I pick, you know, it's like segments. So, I, I, But I do, you know, it does work. So if you do want your hair back, go ahead and go to hymns. Um, promo code is I, uh, IB. Just put hymns, forhims.com slash IB. Uh, and then you'll be able to, you wonder how I did that, huh? I remember that, huh? Yeah. It's not even on there. Oh, it's amazing. Um, yeah. So go ahead and do that. Good product. Does work. Oh, the gummy bears is lit once a day, which is, which is why I kind of do it when I'm older because it's a sweet little treat. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to stop saying, hum, um, and I'm going to also stop sucking my teeth. It's just been, you know, it's the morning guys. Just give me a time. I also have a dog licking my hand, which is a little distracting. <laughs> Um, but first and foremost, before we even start, let's just get my introductions out of the way. Please, ladies and gentlemen, help me introduce O.J. Patterson. Yeah. Can't talk to you too. Thanks, Ronnie. How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? How's your morning? Not much, guys. I did laundry. That's one of my favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How early did you wake up? Like six. Damn. Why? Um, I wanted to do laundry, and I wanted to um, be ready for this podcast. Oh, I respect the. Uh, is it clemency? No, I respect the, uh, the clemency. <laughs> Is, it, is that the right word? I respect your podcast enough yeah. to wake up and do something productive before this very unproductive shit. 
Well, that's crazy because you've been to therapy, so you already know this is this, this is basically therapy. Mm-hmm. This is very productive for communication because communication is what humans do. Yeah, it helps us, you know, flush out our our, our horrible thoughts and make room for some new ones coming in. Yeah. Well, what what um what is what's present in the room for you? Let's do some some real therapy. What's what what do you feel if you could close your eyes for me? <laughs> Can you can you can you just tell me the first thing that comes up to mind? And the timer for fifty minutes have started. I will be charging sixty bucks. <laughs> Sliding scale. Well, I know you have a job. <laughs> Sliding scale. And I'll see you next week. Uh, what does that mean? Sliding scale is that cheaper or higher rate? Sliding scale. I've only heard in the cheap way. I've never heard someone <laughs> like, man, my. Therapist hit me up for five hundred dollars. Oh, that makes sense. You are Bill Gates. <laughs> I don't know why you're going to sliding scale therapist. Oh, good. Isn't that like kind of? It, it kind of sets in motion that yo, we can never really have equality though. Like, cause like we can't even have equality on prices. I was I I, I wasn't there, um, but um, my niece, she's uh, she's black, and she was in town. And she, uh, uh, Mel, my uh, my my spouse, she uh, she took her niece to this dance thing, like a like a dance class. Okay. And um, there's like you know it's like some payment thing at the end, and she was like, uh, the person who was collecting the payment was like, yeah yeah don't even worry about it you know, and uh, my niece she she perked up with that and she was like what what why why don't i have to pay and she thought it was because she was young she was only like 17 but the reality was that like this specific dance studio to be quote unquote inclusive uh gave like a lower rate if you're a person of color <laughs> and that did not go over well <laughs> for my <laughs> half black half white niece <laughs> So like uh, she was getting some uh, uh, special privileges she didn't ask for. Uh-huh. So I I think even I mean for sliding scale therapy I I, I tremendously appreciate uh, therapists and would be therapists charging <laughs> me less money. If they want to charge me even less money, bring that down. I'd respect and appreciate it even more. But I could imagine that like people want uh, true equality regardless of of these little small like person to person allowances that people like equality is is this systemic goal but it's very rarely going to be enacted on a personal level yeah and it was i I didn't even think about to add like that's a new thought too like to ask people do they even want special treatment Mm -hmm. some people don't want it like some people are proud enough to think that they can do it or they don't they can do without right so that's cool yeah i mean there's the choice of like if it's something that's necessary i'd imagine that everybody wants something that's cheaper the same quality but yeah. if it's like something that they elect to do why would you want to feel like unless i mean i don't know do do women see it as reparations when they have a ladies night when uh the first 100 they women they should. <laughs> get in free <laughs> but they should. I don't think so. They're providing a valuable service of, of being there. And attracting more dicks. Like just dudes and having dudes in. who um, 
or you know, the drinks are probably half off. We don't actually actually know what they get charged. Like, but I've hung out with some ladies and like they don't get charged when we get charged. No, <laughs> they've already they've already paid the toll of being a woman. Oh, that, oh okay. And now I see you're you going. know they're just getting a little perk. I see you going. That's what you meant. Okay. I mean, yeah, but if that's the case, then like. Like we, then black people have their version of reparations already too. Because mm-hmm. black people can be racist in broad daylight in any situation, and it'd be fine. Yeah, well, like we can say what we want, and no one's gonna check us for it. I, I mean, if the argument is for reparations, I think women have had it bad across color lines for what the Bible. <laughs> There's no reparations for <laughs> having true. to uh, That's true. have a period. It goes further back beyond uh, slavery times for black people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, Even beyond, Sh- the, what is that, the Genghis Khan guy, too, way beyond way him. Way b- beyond Genghis Khan, beyond Ramses, beyond. Oh, God. Yeah, they've been. Yeah, B.C., yeah. A.D., they're all fucked over. <laughs> But no, I, yeah, yeah. I, but I, I the least we could do is give them half off at the at the at the bar. <laughs> yeah, at the very least, at the very least, and not have dumbasses complaining about it. Like, hey man, hey man, I bought you all these drinks. Would you? <laughs> Yo, and you know that's their fault because they don't go in with the mindset that, like, as, as it being a sunk cost. Like, so whatever happens, like, this is just going to be a loss regardless. Well, yeah, I I think people very rarely have the uh, presence of mind uh, to be like, I'm playing the role. I'm playing the role of club guy, or I'm playing the role of at the strip club guy, or I'm playing, like, you are a lovely, beautiful individual, but in the social dynamic you chose to put yourself in, you are 100% playing up. Like, it's like wrestling. You've played the wrestling role of I paid too much to come into this club and I'm too awkward <laughs> to, be, to be talking to people. So I just get mad at them for slights mm-hmm. that I perceive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's your role for the day. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's corny, though. That's the mask you chose to wear at this tribal ceremony. I mean, somebody got to wear it. We, we need that person to give us a reflection of who we don't want to be in life. I mean, yeah. I mean, we don't need the whole world to be, but one, one, one person. Yeah, right. it's like the village idiot. Yeah, you know? he's 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 been cast down upon by society by yeah. for whatever reason, and no, there's a reason. He's, he's <laughs> living up to his uh, his poor standards. What yeah. what kind of dude are you at the club? You seem like you have so much judgment on these guys who get mad. At buying drinks and, and expecting things. I mean, you know, before we get into that, let's get the music going because you know we didn't start there. I mean, let me let me let me ponder on that question because it is a good question. But I do want to uh, start the podcast the way we've always started, ladies and gentlemen, because we are consistent folks. We being me because I am the host, but you know, co-host is coming. I'm just doing some interviews, you know, taking some resumes because uh, this is a long process, and sometimes I want company when I talk to people. But so keep that in mind. Uh, well, me keep that in mind. Anyway, this song is called "Taken" by Jeremy Riley. It's a good song. Dude's from England. I've been following him for a while. Uh, he's where I got the term "Black Superman." For, Black Superman first. His mixtape had a Black Superman on it. It was a fire so, uh, mixtape. This is one of his, man. "Taken" by Jeremy Jermaine Riley.
was single, babe. Single, babe. I, I was. Past tense. Now you got your eyes open. Now you see that I was worth a damn. Only now that I'm taken. Check the bio of my Instagram. Oh, now you're trying to be a boyfriend. But I'm taken. Now you're thinking about dating. I'm hoping you remember when you hesitated. It's so crazy. Cause you were sleeping like a baby. Look, now I'm taken. Let's not count all the text messages I sent you. You had me waiting 24 hours. You had me feeling like a fool. Contemplating if I did something wrong. What the fuck is going on? After all the things we've done, it ain't fun trying to figure out what you want. But now it's okay. Did you expect me to wait? What you want me to say? Other than you're way too late. Now you got your eyes open. Now you see that I was worth a damn. See it's me now that I'm taken. Check the bio of my Instagram. Oh, now you're trying to be a boyfriend, but I'm taken. Now you're thinking about dating. I'm hoping you remember when you hesitated. It's so crazy. Cause you were sleeping like a baby. Let's break it down. Now I'm taken. Let's talk about all the places that I took you. I was telling all my friends we was about to make it official. I wish you could have seen that. I could have been there. Wish you could have witnessed when I said you were the one. Even after all the things we've done, I'm done trying to find the love. But now it's okay. Did you expect me to wait? you want me to say other than you're way too late no, now you got your eyes open now you see that i was worth a damn now you see it Only now that i'm taken check the bio of my instagram oh now you're trying to be a boyfriend but i'm taken now you're thinking about dating i'm hoping you remember when you hesitated And you expected me to win. Sleeping on me was a mistake. Now you got your eyes open. Now you see that I was with the family. Now that I'm taking Check the bio of my Instagram. Oh, now you're trying to be a boyfriend. But I'm taking Now you're thinking about dating. I'm hoping you remember when you hesitated. It's so crazy. Sleeping like a baby. Now you got your eyes open. Now you see that I was with your damn. Only now that I'm taken. Check the bio of my Instagram. Oh, now you're trying to be a boyfriend, but I'm taken. Now you think about dating. I'm hoping you remember when you hesitated. So crazy. Cause you were sleeping like a baby. Now I'm conversations, but I think it's funny that you have to go to this like bathroom that somebody's listening into. Uh huh. Oh shit. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. So wait, am I? Am, is it? So it's their ears. Yeah, I'm, it's their ears. Okay, and I'm just talking to the holes. You're just talking into oh, the holes. Oh god, that's so. But it's uncomfortable it's for both of you because you're both like on the floor of this bathroom. <laughs> it's, it's very so gross. Oh, 
So you have to get it out. And it's kind of, the growth kind of helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why. Like, yeah. yeah like, oh, we're not supposed to be talking in here. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas having full ass conversations. I can't take a shit. <laughs> I got to go home. Oh God, yeah, that's wild. Um, mm. Oh God, that's wild. Wild, funny. <coughs> oh, that tea is like clearing up my uh, my morning mucus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that exists when you get older, guys. Just so you know. <laughs> In fact, it was your fault that I even started the whole uh, clearing my nose shit. Was that snorting sound? Like I had to stop doing that habit. Oh, I, that was allergies. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. That I thought you were just trying to be cool doing that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Just... I had to learn. I tried to te- get you to teach me. You wouldn't teach me. That was me not knowing what antihistamine does. Because <laughs> if I could have just done that, I'd been sleepy, but I'd been nice and, uh, yeah. No, yeah. That was uh, allergies. Oh, okay. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. At a, at a bar lounge, man, I like to be the, well, see. Okay, I'll give you two because there's a there's a who I am and then who this who I'm working to be more of when I'm at these okay. places. So who I am is <clears throat> I'm pretty laid back. You know, I don't try to give nobody attention, um, especially women because they don't really perceive it correctly mm-hmm. to me. And um, so I just try to I try to pull back and just watch and just see what they on and like I like to I like to I like the workers more like I like to uh, interact with the people who are working there and like um, who are serving me stuff and stuff like that because they're because uh, um, sure they're there every day but they give a different perspective mm-hmm. like like everybody else who was like a customer like they're all going there for a reason like they're pretty much the same type of people um, you know you you know you got the regulars uh, uh, the regular people like like uh, drunks or you know women who are um you know um i don't know over them over all over the place trying to drink everybody else's drinks and mm-hmm. so you see that too and so so with me i like to talk to the, you know, the bartenders and see what's what's the what what like what's happening in the city around me mm. and so that's who i am like i don't i don't really run down on chicks like i don't i don't see the purpose of it i feel like i'm I'll, i feel like i'll be one of those dudes who'd be like that last call guy looking for chicks at the end like that's when i when it's time for me to start looking for, <laughs> for a chick it's like all right it's the night's almost over last call let's see who else is in here <laughs> um so yeah i don't know i'm i, I don't know I'm, I'm not the i'm i'm, I'm very predictable mm-hmm. yeah definitely predictable um yeah i see, i see a lot of the wilding girl uh who is just like you talking about me right now hmm? no 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 like when i go out oh okay okay um see a lot of a lot of the uh or not a lot but enough that it's um when it happens it's rememberable of just like oh like she is literally <laughs> She's breakdancing with no break. She's just like <laughs> slipping and sliding and uh, seeing her friends try to like corral her is is hilarious. Seeing like the break dancers who come to like a soul night mm. is hilarious. Mm. Um, I'm a big fan of like seeing like a flock of people there's just like seven chicks one dude who really brought everybody out here yeah who's the ringleader that's fun to figure out okay uh i love the barbacks the like sad dudes who have to grab all the glasses from 
that's almost like a Easter egg hunt of all these glasses that are all over the place. And they're just drinking. No, they just have to like bring them back so that they can be oh. used again for other drinks. Oh, okay. those guys are hilarious. Oh, they, does that person exist though? The yeah. one who drinks? No, I'm talking about the one that drinks people's nah. leftover drinks. Nah, it's too risky. Is it? It's probably because it's just like if you're if you're at a bar, that's a noticeable behavior that's frowned upon. <laughs> you're probably gonna get 86 real quick. And then if you're doing that at like a club, there's no telling of like if that person's coming back for their yeah. drinks. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's it's usually well. No, I mean like you could do it. You just have to be that. That's the like the like you've already paid for your last drink at that bar and you're dipping and you're like before I dip, let me get the rest of this. Yeah, but I've never I've never seen that. I mean neither, you? but yeah. you know. I mean it's it's fun to think to think about <laughs> bar <laughs> dynamic shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that doesn't really happen. No, I I, I would say um, it is uh is shockingly um, normal to just see like the dude who's not interacting with anybody, hmm. just chilling, at, doing what you do. Yeah, normal. The, the normal poor cop. Man. Yeah, because it's like because when I do it, like people come up though, like and they. <laughs> bother me yeah. it's not bothering like like i'm annoyed by no, it they're, like... they're getting on your nerves <laughs> you want them to disappear they're trying well, to be mindful in this yeah darkened situation yeah because well, it's like it's because it, it's like the topics they talk about it's 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 do i really want to lean in sometimes on them like yeah you know what i mean it's like it's like it's like because it almost makes my heart beat faster when it's like uh topics that i care about yeah. uh like like if I, when I was at school, like if someone from like a Jesus like religious thing would come up to me, I would like to have the conversation just to see how how much faith they got. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like just to like they, I, I asked them questions like, "Yo, like, like you a woman, right? So tell me something. How are you so invested faithfully and so in it when you know like he never gave you a choice, like as a woman? What do you mean as a choice?" He saying? never gave women a choice in the Bible, like as in the Christian faith, like choice I, to do what though? To do anything, like they they couldn't even choose the man that they wanted. Like look at Eve, she didn't have a choice. She was created for a person, so, and that's where women started, technically, from that religious viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like I like to just dive in with. I, mean, I don't have the answer to this question, but this is just me asking people in the faith, like how much faith you got. Mm-hmm. So I like to do that type of stuff, and that gets me racing because I don't know. Like maybe this is kind of like the 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 devilish part of me that like grew up in it and like kind of just wants to like <laughs> unravel them a little bit just just to shock them not to like throw them off their faith just to like test them just to let them like like really think about it if you you know just to have fun okay yeah so that's like I don't know where I was talking about what what where did that stem from what were we talking about um <laughs> we were talking about bars and people coming up to you and you try to not to engage and then oh yeah we we're talking <laughs> about it. you pretty much out at yourself as that person. In your general life, <laughs> you know that annoying person at the bar? That's me. That be me. I do that all the time. Well, see, remember I told you about two people, right? I said the ones who I am and the one that I'm trying to be. And you're trying to be less of the confrontational. Not confrontational. Cause is it confrontational? It's more of of philosophy. philosophy. What's or, the or contrarian? Contrarian, maybe. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah. say it's. Alexa, what's contrarian me? You got a bad relationship with your Alexa. <laughs> Yo, it's like she doesn't like that I call her a hoe, and she's like showing me that right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was the last thing I said before? Oh, contrarian. So yeah, 
I mean, I'm weird though. Like, you know what I mean? Like my night, like it's like night and day. Like it's like it's weird. Like when the sun goes down, my my personality flips, and when it comes back up, I turn back into who I am right now. Mm-hmm. So it's just like and there's in like and during the day when I'm sober, like I don't want to like I I'll engage, like um and I'll talk, but at the bar, it's like I can't trust because I can't see. Like mm-hmm. it's all dark. You know what I mean? <laughs> People we don't know what they doing, man. So I just be I'm so uh, I'm such in my own shell. Plus I move around a lot, so it's like I don't know. I'm so used to doing that. Like mm-hmm. every place was me repeating my. It was like a video game. It's like a restart. Like every every time I moved, I got to basically be a different person and mm-hmm. and, and more and just, and not a different, just like a, a a separate version of who I already was, and just seeing how that plays out in this scenario, in that scenario, in this scenario. And because I, I moved from what twelve. From that K to twelve system, I went to twelve schools, so I got a lot of time to reinvent myself. So it's just, so this is the version of myself that I think works best in society is the one that clamps down. It doesn't like interact. It doesn't engage, but still will be engaging if you approach. So that's kind of where I'm at. But where I want to go is to be the engaging person that talks. That's not over the top, but it's like everybody knows him. Everybody wants to be around him, but like, and he's super chill. And um, but he's also like super elusive. Like people can never really find him when they want when they want to find him. But he's everywhere. Like that'd be kind of dope. Cool. Yeah. What about you? I mean, I mean, are you, you're the dancer to me. Like, cause I've I've only ever seen you at a at a bar with your with your now wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always saw you as me at the bar too. Like, which is so weird that that we're not connecting on that. Cause you're similar to me in that regard with people and. Especially when alcohol's around them. Mm, well, I, I think it. I, I mean, I don't know how many um, different versions of myself. I, but, oh, that's the beauty. I'm gonna tell you. Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, like, there's the. I have a comedy person um, version that when I go out, I'm probably gonna know someone there and seem engaging and probably like you know have like a cursory meeting of of another comedian and and that goes along all right but it's not like this boisterous like hey like oh my god like i can't believe that we all do comedy isn't it great (laughs) uh i think it was like that earlier when i was doing comedy all the time but that was also kind of like the bay um being um more uh, focused on newer comedians and and there's more of a hierarchy so and people don't who don't remember like OJ did stand up in the um, in the Bay Area, open up for um, Hannibal Burrs. Is are you a comic or comedian? Like what was the what's the slang? Uh, which one was the hack and which one's not the hack? A comedian says funny things. A comic says things funny. So I was probably a comedian because I'm not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. that. Uh, charming um but no uh i think it was also just being early 20s and knowing being known around the city seemed important to me so did you reach that plateau go ahead yeah i would say so i don't think i could go to any place that did comedy or anything like that in the bay without someone knowing me so if if at the end of your run because you're 30 ish now like group mm-hmm. after 30 so you're saying if no one had if your status and notoriety hadn't grew you would have 
been angry that you did all did it the whole time? No, that's not what I'm. What would you saying. mean? Go ahead, repeat then, because I, I must have heard it wrong. Oh, I'm just saying that like, um, me going out when I was doing comedy in the Bay Area was like, like, um, like going to work. Oh, okay. Like everybody knew me, mm. and uh, I was engaging on a level that I couldn't imagine doing, like a fraction of now, just because I would be out. Hours. Hours. <laughs> uh, and then people, I have like a really like a face that people can trust. So just people would just tell me all this kind of shit. Like, just Is it a face me. thing? Yeah. I you think, think? I think it's, I think I have a very like open, he'll listen vibe. I think it's deeper. I think it's, you'll listen and won't judge. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, you I judge? judge. <laughs> I judge. I, I harbor secrets. I plot against people <laughs> i am not to be trusted <laughs> mm. um and then down here i think it's just like a different culture comedically than the bay i mean that's obvious, obvious but yeah. it's like you know you meet some people that like you are f- a fan of or you like know through the channels and you just play it cool and you dap them up or you introduce yourself to somebody famous for the second third fourth fifth time even though you guys like yeah have like hung out hung out so yeah, and like, that's, yeah i don't really like that's kind of what i didn't like about comedy when i was doing it um all the stories i was hearing about the ass kissing you would that i was about to have to set myself up to do yeah and i'm just not that version i'm not that person like yeah. i'm not like you know what I'm saying? like even when i came to la and i was like i was like uh i went to my new job I'm getting trained by the dude I'm replacing. He was a guitar person. He was in a band, and he was just telling me, "Yeah, you got a you know grease stick monkey." Basically, same thing. Same thing. Comedian is doing, and I had to tell him, "Yo, man, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Like, I'm not about to kiss nobody. If you don't fuck with like, what I'm trying to do, whatever, whatever, then I'm gonna, I'm a, like, that's like, that's gonna put put me that this this anger. That's like, all right, bet. So when I get when I open something fire, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have it. Right next to your building, right next to your whatever, whatever, and I'm gonna take all your business that day. Just cause I, that's what my mind goes immediately when I hear stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm. And I'm I don't know how you survive. <laughs> right. Yeah. I but don't I know was, how you got. How you played football? How you did anything that was like partially about humbling yourself and and acquiescing to a uh, a social dynamic? Well, maybe. Well, I didn't survive really because I didn't thrive in those. I didn't get the chance to thrive in those some of those areas. Like football, I didn't have like a chance. Mm-hmm. Like after freshman year, it was like it was like a two year gap, and then I jumped in my senior year. But it was t- like everything I had worked on my freshman year was gone, mm-hmm. and um and and it wasn't humbling because I was like I, I, they didn't hump like it's like this like I saw the the BS in it all, mm-hmm. so it was like. I'm just kind of in it for the camaraderie, but like I see, like it's not real brotherhood. Like you guys treat people who can't play as well as you like shit, mm-hmm. and say, "Oh, you're brothers," but it, but you forget you're you're only as strong as your weakest link. So why are you putting someone further down who's le- who's already not as good as you? It doesn't make sense to me. Like you're making yourself weaker, mm-hmm. but yet they do that in their culture, and I didn't get that stuff like that. Kind of pissed me off. So no, it didn't humble me. In fact, it made me even stronger in the in my resolve to have to deal with bullies really yeah but you would still have to <laughs> i i use the high school football analogy 
or just high school in general and that like you have to be there like you don't have to do comedy no one should do comedy it is a barren wasteland of faux intellectualism that's not what you told me three years ago Uh, (laughs) i think everybody should do comedy so they realize that like you can support comedy and you can enjoy comedy but you're not funny (laughs) i think everybody should learn that they're not funny oh okay okay Um, i like that or that they don't have like the drive to be better than whatever you know Uh but i got you um i say better than a great you're not better be great you're not gonna be better than dave in any way shape or form yeah, sure. I mean, fine. If that's the <laughs> litmus test for comedy. No, my litmus test is Eddie for me. Yeah. Yeah, because I started with Eddie. Not yeah. Griffin, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Griffin's movies I started with, but Eddie Murphy was my first stand-up. I mean, you know, being funny is overrated. It's just the chemical imbalance you create in other people to feel shocked. But Really? I mean... <laughs> Being funny, getting laughs is not hard. The hard thing is like crafting enough material to, you know. To continue to laugh. Yeah, or to set up a night of entertainment that people would want to see more than once or Mm. whatever your goal is as a comic. That's harder than the actual like getting a laugh. Because if you write a joke and it gets a laugh, it got a laugh. Like regardless if you can recreate the situation again you like you you you're funny for that time or whatever you know but it's like after that once you get into like oh he's famous or oh he's a rock star oh like and i'm saying key just because like very rarely are women allowed to reach the upper heights of comedy that's true um but like once that becomes the thing and like you're a brand now then that's like that completely diffuses the idea of like oh who's the funniest was like no it's like who's the most popular who appeals to most people who is who had fame at the right time that everybody mm-hmm. still enjoy like those questions come up rather than just like who is you know out and out the fun the best because there is no best it's subjective it's an art form yeah but I'm I'm saying all that to say that in comedy it's almost like high school that you can either like play nice and like be a part of like the student government and play the sports and get good grades and do everything you're quote unquote supposed to do as a comic or you could be the loner and just be mad at everybody at the back of the school (laughs) but if you're going to high school you're going to high school you know that's so real because I always felt like who you are in high school is who what you're gonna like what you are, right? Because in, in the world when you graduate, you realize no one really leaves high school. Like you're still in every dynamic, still doing playing by the same rules. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean even, even I, 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 the president, the president of the United States technically is just the president of the school. Yeah, this school called America. Yeah, but he's not like he has no. Um, he has authority, but he can't make everybody do what so, he wants. So he's a super. He's really the superintendent. Yeah, kind of more like that. Superintendent. And the president is like the governor or the yeah. Or just like the other parts of the government. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that's how. That's what we I. We are geniuses. <laughs> Fuck with your boys coming with these analogies. 
I'm sure they've heard, they've thought about these listeners. I bet they've thought. I'm about sure this. that they've never had a thought in their fucking <laughs> life. They're dummies. Yo, ow, ow, I'm on a sorry. Sunday. Aren't you supposed to be more holy on a Sunday? I'm uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> You're supposed to do a lot of stuff. Aren't you supposed to do the taxes? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> You're supposed to do that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. All right, well, where where are we? Where are we? We are talking about comedy. We were talking about who <coughs> I was as a person. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> we went, went off, way off the rails, way down in the rabbit hole. We've already covered comedy OJ, mm-hmm. uh, LA comedy OJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bay Area comedy OJ. There's mm. Trash Bros OJ. Oh yeah, <laughs> Trash Bros. We can get it's, into that later. It's just like a version of of comedy OJ that's that's slightly likes to play video games. We're not sure. He doesn't seem good at them, <laughs> uh, which is so weird because you spent your whole life playing them. Yeah, <laughs> literally. There's Wedding OJ, which is a fucking treat. Oh. Open bar Wedding OJ. Hi. Hide your dance floor. He's going <laughs> to make every white person uncomfortable. And that's always been funny to me because you weren't the dancer. To me, you weren't dancing when I watched you in life. Well, I mean. So, like, when I see this as a surgeon of an OJ that can fucking do a Michael Jackson spin and nice dress shoes. Due to, due to uh, uh, factors beyond my control, <laughs> we never went to junior high or high school together so you never factors mom thanks for holding me back and (laughs) disrupting my entire life with my brother in school uh so you never saw me at like a school dance i I can imagine that and then the the four years the age gap Mm -hmm. um also means that uh by the time i was 21 you were not Mm-hmm. So uh, unless we lived in the same city, you wouldn't have seen me in my my glory days when I still had <laughs> cartilage in my knees and <laughs> the remainder. I could just be I could be completely sober, losing my mind at a rave. Mm-hmm. Completely sober. Oh yeah, they you were like, never. This, you guy, were... this guy's obviously on something. He's sweating and he has a backpack, and I'm just like, no, I'm just high on life, and I'm afraid of drugs. <laughs> And then uh, that happened to me before. Yeah, <laughs> they thought I was on something, but I was just like no. drunk. Like I was like, nah, I'm just fucking happy as hell. And then black people ain't supposed to be happy, right? You better, you better just <laughs> sit in the corner. Yo, <laughs> we joking about this, but that's true. Yeah. If you look too happy, people walk up on you to start asking you what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would say my main kind of uh, mode when I'm at a if I'm just like drinking, drinking, drinking to drink, it's like mindful alcoholic, which means like I'm using the same principles as like if I go to therapy, which is like to have you ever rooted yourself? You know what rooting yourself means? Mm-mm. It's a practice where you imagine you put your feet on a surface and then you imagine your like your um, your legs are becoming roots and they're like intertwining with the chair they're going into the ground and you keep going you keep imagining until the point becomes almost psychosomatic and you're just there you're present on a level that you've never been before right so it's almost like um your level of focus and your level of like allowing things to happen you're like a tree things Mm. are still going past you things are your experiences are, are going around you can't take anybody else's energy in 
And I'm just doing that so I don't have to interact with anybody. <laughs> so I have this energy of like, oh, that guy, he turned into a statue. And he takes occasional sips of his drink. And it's just really just, I'm, I'm using, um, I'm using uh, therapy, psychological, psychoanalyst uh, tactics to be as antisocial as possible. Isn't that the kind of social situation? It's kind of intuitive to us. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to watch this preseason NBA basketball. <laughs> oh my god. What what do you what was the spark for that for you? Like what? Your anti-socialism. Well, one, I'm an introvert. I get more energy by being my, by myself than an extrovert who gets more energy by interacting with other people. Which um, just sounds like I am. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, I think as a younger, I would try to put myself out there and, and be a part of groups that were a little bit too fast for me or a little bit too, like... Fast as in... Like, uh, <laughs> Mom well, taught you too much uh, Southern slang. No, it, it, like... I had a group of friends that was very safe and they were like the nerds and they watched anime and played DDR. But then I had another group of friends that just like, where our connection was that we both, we all liked wrestling, but they, you know, they were like 15 having sex and, and doing drugs mm. and, uh, weed or is something else. We, I don't know what they were doing. Listen, I just wanted to just separate it. Cause I don't think weed is a drug. Well, we've got a drug with it when you're 15. It's pretty much a drug. Yeah. <laughs> In the 90s and the 2000s, yeah, it's a drug. Yeah. Before you leave cannabis on any level uh, that we could associate with, yeah, it's, it's pretty much a drug. Yeah. Especially when your brain's not developed. Yeah. Brain, like, it's a drug. Yeah. I never got that either. Why? It's like, I don't have, like, bills. I don't have real group problems. I'm, it, it, for me to see a 15-year-old smoke weed, I'd have to, like, like, he'd have to have a job for me to be like, all right, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna have a a few seconds of joy. This is uh, my brother's lovely wife is coming home from uh, picking up some peanuts. I think there's some other stuff that she was gonna grab. Groceries. (laughs) You can focus on one legume. That's weird. (laughs) That's what I remembered. So if you do hear that, that's why. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think um, I got a lot of rejection from a lot of groups, and then from that, I ultimately understood that it doesn't matter. It's not worth it it's not like i don't have much to gain from trying to be like a thirsty socialite and just wanting everybody (laughs) to validate me you know what i mean like why do i need all this love why do i need all this like people like look at me why do i need everybody to look at me and then come into grips and acceptance of that part of myself made it so that i don't have to and i don't want to and i can like really um appreciate how introvert i am i can respect that because i feel like I'm an extrovert, but I'm only. In, I feel like I, I, my, I have a cap. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm a basketball team. Give me five players, I'm straight. Like mm-hmm. give me five on the floor, I'm cool. We can have fun. Cause I'm like, I, um, cause I'm noticing like I have the potential to be like that extravagant dude on a table, fucking drinks in his hand. Ah, cheers! Mm-hmm. I could easily be that, but I enjoy more when I'm like. I'm 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 always te- teeting the line. It's mm-hmm. like like I'm diving into that, but I'm also going back into my subverted, um, you know, self. Where it's I'm kind of like on the outskirts. I like being on the outskirts of life. Mm-hmm. Like right, in, I could get in, I could get in the bag of of partying, and I can also get in the bag of being in a cut, talking to a shorty in the in the in the in the corner somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
I enjoy that part of it, and I feel like I. Um, hey. I feel. Come. Oh no, she's on the phone. Um. And so. I was talking about what was I talking about. You like to be on the outside. I've like been outside, but I like to be like on the tethered line to where I don't know. It's fun for me. I like to have the option. I don't mm. like to be all of one anything. Yeah, I feel like that's gross. But uh, but it was like, but it also comes back to where you were talking about with the whole multiple personalities. Yo, I kind of like theorized that like the whole multiverse was basically Marvel explaining us having multiple personalities. That'd be cool. Yeah. I feel like we have, like, there's an infinite number of versions of ourselves living within ourselves. So it's like when you look in the mirror, mm-hmm. it's like that person looking back at you is like another person looking back at you. It's almost like this, the Instagram picture thing when you, when, you sent, when you share someone's story and they share your story again and you share the story again. It becomes this, like, layer and layer and layer and layer and layer. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's who we are when we look in the mirror and that's what we're looking back at ourselves. Yeah. At all those versions and you just go out into your life. Yeah. I think human consciousness is a fascinating phenomenon in that. Uh, our awareness of self creates so many permutations and yeah it's pretty interesting and and fun ultimately to think about what else is out there as an extension of that we had to pause because you know my brother had to help his wife with the groceries as a husband should be doing um and all of you husbands that make your kids do it by themselves shame on you just showing them a better example just saying experience I would love to see my father put more groceries away. I don't think he's ever touched a grocery bag once it's actually hit the house. Not a domestic dude. Domestic guy. One day we'll talk about him when we have something. We don't have to. We don't have to today. <laughs> well, you know, one day, one day we'll have a talk about that because he's a great story. Like, you know, you know what? You want to know who got a story? Charles Patterson got a story. <laughs> yeah. That's a story that he will never share because he holds on to it for dear life. How do you, since we're talking, how do you feel about the the group chat? Am I wilding sometimes? I mean, yeah, I am. But, like, have I been wild? Because I feel like I've been, I, I throw jabs at him. Just, uh, and I don't have the, I don't have the reason why yet. I just know I do. <laughs> well, you, I mean, I don't know how you're processing it emotionally. It seems like you're going through a lot. Uh, but and he doesn't text. So he doesn't, I don't think he, he probably reads them, but he doesn't, that's not how he communicates. So I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if you uh, processed that, the fact that he doesn't text. Like you could be also sending him carrier pigeons and he's not going to respond. <laughs> and you probably don't have the right pigeons because knowing you, you'd probably like research and try to get a falcon and they don't deliver the mail. Um, but no, I, I think I, 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 I think you're disrespectful to a point. Like your point is, look at me, Dad. I'm a man now. <laughs> Clenching your fist and tightening your jaw. But I don't think one he's ever like encouraged that at all. And that like I like a nice open dialogue where my my children can tell me how bad a parent I am, <laughs> but also I don't think um, I don't think you've really um, figured out what you want from the dude, and I think until then it's just like this weird notification that 
I get on my phone every like two months. Oh, Ortavis is having emotions about his father right now. He's screaming into a void about him. That's interesting. Should I comfort him? No, he's got this. Obviously, he doesn't. Yeah, but he could. Obviously, he won't. I mean, you know, just give him space. He's got the rest of to his father's life to figure out how this is going to go. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Um, I don't think I want anything from him because just, I've just acknowledged that I can't. I'm not going to get anything that I mm. wanted uh, over and over again that's been repeated. But I, the thing is with dialogue with the man is I've grown up with him always having better dialogue with you because you were mm. able to make him laugh more. And that was like, that was kind of my judgment of how good I was as as, as, as a communicator with my father. Yeah. And he just got you more. So when it came time to talk, I didn't know what to talk to the man about. Yeah. Because uh, he doesn't talk about anything from his past. Or we don't have, like, with our, with our mom, like, I know so much about her history because she's so, you know, giving about it. But then. Yeah. She's doing an audio book every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> Yeah, I heard this chapter before. Oh, yeah. Not this way. Yeah, that is true. You will get the same story over and over again with her, which is great. I actually started to like it because I used to annoy me a little bit because I'll be in my mind thinking, you know, mom, you told me this story. But then Mm -hmm. I kind of like the review because now it's like I get to memorize the story a little bit. Yeah. Um, It's like an old, like an oral tradition. Yeah. (laughs) It's like uh, how they used to tell stories before they had books. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, my mom's always been like that. She's, she read me stories. I mean, she read me stories as a kid before they gave me the pass to fall asleep. I, I read my own stories. <laughs> Day one, out the womb. Uh, <laughs> one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. That was me. Knew my ABCs when I was in the urethra. Yeah, yeah, you were coming out of a ball sack. Yeah. Knew my times table. Yeah, you were, you were definitely special back then. Definitely special. Reading Harry Potter books in first grade, that was that was very special. Well, I think I, I really think that like by the dynamics of having children in general, um, just weirdly how it shakes out, it's natural for one child to have more of the traits of uh, one parent than the other. Um, Physical or like emotional or emotional uh how they communicate their just behaviors i think a lot of it's hereditary and i think me and my and our dad is uh what brings us together is uh is that we're so closed off and but because we're closed off we have our own language so it's not so much that like i can i feel like i can communicate everything i need to my uh dad i think for me uh, I felt like he encouraged the things that I needed to be encouraged in terms of like this uh, pop culture, media, uh, television, books, like a lot of the same stuff that he likes, I like. So he gave me like a mode of being as um, that, which, you know, it could be argued that he just gave me a. Uh, uh, haul past the fantasy land and I've never escaped <laughs> and really dealt with things around me because I'm too busy worrying about the next Marvel movie. Better have Spider-Man. But well, they almost didn't. They almost didn't. Oh! Fucking working us like a wrestling show. Oh, The Rock is getting beat up. Nope, he's beating them up now. It does feel like media now, like companies are treating everything like wrestling right now. 
Yeah, it it's is. A, it's effective way to keep people interested. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think with me and my dad, it's just not that like I don't have my my um, I don't have my misgivings or I don't have my hurt feelings about um, his behavior. I don't think that it's like uh, it's complicated. Sure. Um, but I I I don't see our relationship as something to be envied. <laughs> Like as much as me and my my dad um, like get along and we can have a conversation and um, you know I have a tremendous um, emotional attachment and love for the dude. It's not. <laughs> it's just better than your relationship with him. To be honest, we're basing this on anything. Like you're the baseline, and my I'm over you. But it's not like we're we're still in the basement, you know. You're on the floor four. I'm on floor three, but we're not at the level of like. We're not what, on L. We're not on one. But also, I don't think there is a real like baseline. Like I don't think there's a ground floor with dads. I I think there's some that are more giving than others in terms of of uh, just having the means. Or having the emotional intelligence, but I don't think. I, don't, I, I mean, if we had a bad relationship with mom, God help us. <laughs> that's that's she is the LeBron James of keeping us uh, to be decent human beings. But I, you know, not, not even that. She's the Kevin Durant mother of mothers to us. Yeah, For she's real. the real MVP. And not to like give like uh, our dad a pass, because I think everybody should like grow to or hopefully be able to reach a point with their kids that they can their kids especially after they grow up and after they become adults feel like uh, there's still someone there that has their back but i'm not gonna go this isn't my life isn't isn't is it's I can't make people, one, you can't make people change, but I'm not here trying to make dads better. I got other shit I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, I can be better, and I can, like, and help, help my friends be better, and hopefully when they have kids, they're less shitheads than their dads, or they're less, like, you know, closed off or unavailable as their dads. Um, but that's all i can do i literally can't do anything else i would drive myself insane trying to make someone a better person after 35 years of their lives having me fuck that that's stupid he's already twice grown he could have died in two wars and i'm gonna change him that far back he's got a lot of years on me all i can hope is that like you know age softens a person and they become more like oh i better have a good relationship with them so when the babies come i can hold the babies and say hey you baby of my baby it's like a russian doll but other than that i can't i is it for me personally i couldn't do what you're you're doing and maybe that's more courageous on your part <laughs> Or you know you have different boundaries with your your yourself and your time and your your mental energy, mm. but like with a, with a number of things, um, 
it's it's uh it's it's really hard and it's upsetting and i choose to shy away from things that are upsetting i don't care if it's hard but if it's upsetting i'm getting the fuck out of there <laughs> can you have one without the other oh yeah i think there's a lot of stuff that's just hard because i have to accept something in myself and like i love myself so i'm not upset with myself i'm just like at a point where i'm like all right this is like i have to forgive myself for this or i have to like allow this part of myself to breathe and be like nurtured by the nurturing part of myself but other people <laughs> who has the time i'm tired right now and all i've been doing is doing i just did laundry and i'm talking to my brother and i'm exhausted probably gonna watch some shit on youtube i've seen 40 times because it gives me comfort there's no way i could put less energy into the day and yet i couldn't imagine doing anything more so yeah it, I, I don't know i don't know if you're out of pocket or whatever i don't know if you're bringing the bringing the noise to the boys with your dad but i'd hope that you move to a point that you, you can move past it but I, I i feel sympathy for you if you can't well that's and that's why i asked you to start the group chat in the first place that's why the idea came uh, to help me get over it because um, I, I think this is how like for me i can't harbor it inside of me yeah because i'll never let it go you're an experiential like you process things through experience it seems like yeah that's how i remember time too that's why i remember everything like people are always like why do you remember that's like because it happened during an experience so i remember the experience which helps me remember the time yeah so yeah like i i like when I do do those texts, it's because I have I have a rush of emotions, mm-hmm. and with and with I think with you that helps. Like when you get that kind of feeling, you just go to your wife and you'll talk. I don't have any. Oh, you have somebody else? Maybe you talk. I don't know. No. You no. No. When I have a rush of emotions, or like I have like a depressive episode, or I feel myself getting manic, I just sit down because then it's just like, what am I gonna do? Like if I'm in that mode and I do some shit. And I don't really like that shit or I it doesn't really service me and I know it's not going to service me. Then I'm just mad at myself for one being depressed and two acting out mm. and three. Now I have to deal with like whatever fallout comes from that situation. Mm-hmm. But like I, I that took years for me to get to that point to just like treat it like a, a sprained ankle and <laughs> sit my ass down. <laughs> And not be like, no, nah, man, I'm going to I'm gonna put up 40 on this bad <laughs> ankle. I'm not going to try to Isaiah Thomas my mental health. I'm going to treat it like an injury that it is because it feels so raw. Mm. And uh, I'm not going to use it as like a, a trampoline into some nonsense. Mm-hmm. That make no sense. Yeah, see, like, like, if I harbor it, it's better if I get it out. Because then if I get it out... Now it's no longer in me. It's like not my memory. It's that person that I gave it to, and they get to harbor on that thought. Okay. Type of thing. That's why I'm so, thinking that. It sounds it. like the ring. Is it? Seven days. <laughs> you're going to really resent this person. <laughs> well, yeah, similar. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I watched that movie when I was Unless you give it to someone else. Yeah, that ass. Like, that's, that's exactly how I deal with it. Because, 
Because otherwise, I'll go on Instagram or I'll go on Twitter and I'll like, it'll be this random post and people are like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, they don't understand. Like, I was just triggered by a memory. Like, something happened and it triggered a memory and now my whole, like, moment is messed up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I got I to gotta realign, you know, and that helps, like, to just to throw that at him. Like, just like, because it's coming, a piece of it's stemming from you. Mm-hmm. So therefore, like, let me just throw this back at you. Care what you do with it. I know you read it. Because yeah. if I because if you're looking at my Instagram posts and my Instagram stories and I know you're reading my my text messages, mm. um, at least that's what I tell myself. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Our like with him too. It's like he doesn't. He, this isn't gonna become an episode about our father, but it's like uh, <laughs> after we said we wouldn't. <laughs> after we said we wouldn't. Uh, no, nah, but it's just I don't. He's. I had to get to a point where I had to like really, really believe this statement and um, that he tried his best. He get, he tried the best with what he knew. Mm-hmm. And I have to repeat that shit to myself like a mantra. Um, and that's what I use to try to let it go and try to like get to a place to where I can have a conversation with him and at least try to build something while he's still here because I'm the kind of person that thinks beyond death. So if he's gone... And I've never reconciled it. That'll be something I don't have to carry for a long time. And mm. I know myself. So it's like, let me just try to deal with this shit now before the real hell hits. Because mm. then I'll be able to deal with his death a little easier. Mm. Um, well, I mean, not easier, but deal with his death <laughs> in a healthier way than I think that I, that I think that I am going to do when I, uh, when it, when it, when the time comes. And that's where that stems from. Um, you brought up, I mean, because this is, I mean, we can in, in that part of it, but like you brought up my name in the last episode, and uh, and I thought it was interesting because you, because it connects to him. Mm. I think he gave me the nickname, but he never gave me the origins of it. Of what? Ot. Of ot. Because you you said it was my name. Yeah, it's not a it's it's not initials at all. But it is, and and and, and the, the the situation why it's because like. As a kid, we didn't know where it came from, but I think I gave it to myself. And I think I gave it to myself with the knowledge of knowing who our mother was and what her maiden name was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what the OT came Because our mother's maiden name is Thorpe. So yeah. shout out to the Thorpes out there in the world. Yeah. In North Carolina. If you accept it, if, you, if, if, if that's the reason, that's a pretty good reason. Well, solid. I mean, that's where I'm coming because I, <laughs> I don't know but, where it came from. Bro. But uh, I've had it since I was a very young. That's my first time. After 27, <laughs> near 27 years of life, that's the first time I'm hearing that origin story. No, you didn't. You heard it in Washington. I told you and Kendrick in Washington. I was not really present in Washington. <laughs> I was having panic attacks constantly. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Family reunions are horrible. Family reunion. You're right. We uh, had it in Washington. Family reunion. Shout out. This is people I, bear, I, 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 I remember. I remember. Name-wise, too? I don't remember their name, <laughs> and I'm afraid that they're going to like walk into the street, and a car is going to run towards them, and I don't know their name, and cousin's not going to cousin it, and now I got a dead cousin who I don't know his name, and I'm going to the funeral. I got a lot of weird fan. Oh, again, fantasy land, hall pass, didn't come back from the bathroom. Where is he? He's in, he's in Narnia. He's in uh, Naboo. He's in Tatooine. That's funny that you went there with it. Like, oh, I'm not, I don't know his name. He's oh, dude, yo, cousin, watch out. I don't even know your, your daddy's name. Who's, 
we have way too many uh, uncles, but in aunts. Uh, yeah, but God. it's just like, who are you from? Uh, get out of the street. They're the reason why I think I don't harbor, like, I don't try to remember names at all. I don't try. I don't even yeah. try. It's no point. There's too many names in the world. Yeah, until someone's just like, oh, no, you know, you know him. What's and it? I'm just like, what are you talking about? Show me a face. Like, let me see your face. Yeah, I can. I can. Well, also, I think. Um, for for an introvert, uh, 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 a family reunion is a waking nightmare because not only are you are you juggling a lot of other people's energy, they also have this like you're one forced to. You're gonna be around them for like at least two or three days. Oh yeah, minimum. At the least minimum. And uh, they're bringing a lot of heat. <laughs> And you're like, remember when you did such and such embarrassing thing? Oh, no, God. I can't. I don't. I blocked it out. Or now I'm 20 or I'm 31 and I don't have any need for me peeing on myself as a six-year-old that you, why do you remember that? Why is, what's going on in their lives? They, they're just like, oh man, it was hilarious. You got hit with a Lego piece and you went crazy. Like, have you guys been talking about this? I haven't been here. I haven't been here going on for 10, 15 years. Oh, Why yeah. does that... OJ, of course. Yeah, Lego dude. Yeah. Why, 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 is this, why is this happening to me? I, I, I went to therapy for this. I can't drink as much as I'd like to. Or I'd have a happier time. Oh, yeah. I was the Lego king, baby. I can't be that drunk. I'll be like slightly buzzed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lego guy. Yo. Why? Like it's it's gonna be tough. Oh man, that's funny. That yeah. That's that's where your mind goes with it. I didn't. With me, I it's like I'm always Tartavis. Oh, I'm sorry. A rental. God. <laughs> God. Yes. The name. I'm gonna get that a lot. I get that on the the the, the planning community. Really? Artavius, what, what are you doing over there? You doing the minutes? My name is Orenthal, and yes, I'm doing the minutes. I mean, yeah. People, if the listeners haven't figured out, we're like we're only talking about this because our family reunion is coming up this year, Oof. next year, and we're on. We were cohorted. Well, OJ was he volunteered to be on the committee. Yeah, and be a part of the whole planning process. I because my mom made it sound like it was gonna be so cool <laughs> to do a job no one wants to do. <clears throat> Somebody has to do it. All right. <laughs> Somebody has to. Do As it. the middle child in my birth order and in life, let's do this. I will be uncomfortable and disappointed. <laughs> and then I was cohorted because I was my only goal with this whole situation was to get my brothers to go. That mm-hmm. was that was my only goal. I got that. I reached that. Mom, here you go. That was what the deal was between me and mom when I brought this up to her four or five months ago. <laughs> Except one was probably probably going to always go because it was he's from North Carolina and he hasn't he hadn't taken his wife yet. Yeah, and the other one. His his wife really wanted to help plan the party, mm-hmm. so he was going to be forced to go. <laughs> so you basically are on this text chain for no reason. You are doing nothing. Who me, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, right? <laughs> and then and then like the meeting happens, and then all of a sudden, mom's about to have this whole panic fissy attack on the phone in front of cousins and God and everybody about what about me being on the planning committee. 
Yeah. And then I was just like, nah, I got it. I guess she I got to really, do it. She, she's really passionate that, you know, people share her uh, stress and anxiety <laughs> <laughs> about, about moving all these black people across <laughs> Across the <laughs> across land and sea, like Moses, Black Moses. Ah, yes. Like I'm not gonna make it to oh the promised land of oh this family <laughs> reunion, but I want you to know that's so true. I helped plan that shit. Yeah, and that's exactly what we're doing. Shipping, we're trying to figure out how to ship hundreds of black people to Atlanta <laughs> for three days. Man, that's gonna be one hell of a thing. But yeah, man, I don't know. It's it's one of those passing of the torches scenarios, too. Like, they're trying to get us younger people involved because uh, this reunion was started by three sisters, apparently. <laughs> three or four sisters at one point, and it's grown to what it is. But you're right, man. Like, going going um, back home is – for me, it wasn't, like, the lake. I'm not the, like – they have stories of me, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mostly it's all fighting type of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, which kind of positions me in a weird scenario. So it's like, like, like I, ca- I can't pull away from that image, that version of myself, because like they're an alpha, like they're animals. Like, it, and I mean that in the terms of like alpha beta thing to where. Um, no, they're type A personalities for sure. Yeah, like they're all like they're males for real, for real. Uh, um, so like if I if I ease up on, on my childhood persona they gonna test me in a weird way and i'm gonna have to like like then i'm gonna be taken aback like damn why couldn't i just chill i was walking to the hotel and granted this was uh four years ago so you know um i was what 20 27 this is washington or virginia this was uh in virginia Virginia? no we were in washington Washington. okay so you know i have a a long you know a long-term committed relationship <laughs> we lived together i think at that point we had just gotten a dog mm-hmm. um and i had a steady job i had stock options <laughs> vesting <laughs> i i don't know how the makeup of the the trip was but i'm sure i paid for a, a, a most of it um i had respect from my peers <laughs> i was doing I had quit stand-up in a brazing act of self-pity and glory. I was securing myself in the world. I knew if I needed to get somewhere, I could get there. And I had friends in in both New York, where we went before the trip, and had, like, you know, people that I knew from all walks of life, all times in my development as a person and i even met after going to the airport i met up with a friend from college and i really thought i was teflon (laughs) until walking to to the hotel not even just going to the hotel not even doing something ridiculous yeah wasn't drunk i was broad daylight (laughs) Okay. Uncle, <laughs> by the name of Bernard, I believe. Uncle Bernard? No, yeah. he passed away. He passed away. Uh, Uncle McCollins. One of the many uncles we have. He also passed away. There's many uncles. <laughs> we, we have like, uh, what is it, six, seven? Yeah. Uh, no, but we have 12, 13. Uh, aunt, I think we have 12 aunties and uncles. We have, yeah. yeah. Of, of 14. Yeah. Um, oh, no, you're right, 14. I thought it was 12. 
Twelve's on the other side. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the name. The uncle. <laughs> the uncle. <laughs> Just chilling by himself. Hey, boy, I didn't know you were bow-legged. <laughs> what? Yo. I'm 27. Yo. Why do I have to now be Yo. so... Why do, why do I have to have that in my head? Why do I have to be self-conscious about something new? That my knees don't look right when I'm walking towards someone. Why do I have to think about that when I'm going on hikes? Oh, my God. And that's, that's generally how it goes. That's, I think I'm all right, and then I'm, I'm told very yeah. quickly. Not even in a roasting way. Just, he, didn't, he didn't, like, nudge somebody and say, Hey, that Negro bow-legged. It was just so. You just said that, and now I feel it. Yeah. Every time I walk. Yeah, yeah. Do nah. I walk like this? Do I walk like? Do I? It was just a matter like of fact this? thing. Yeah. Hey, matter of fact, did you know you were bone legged? Nah. Um. Yeah. Or was it pigeon toe? That's how messed up it is. <laughs> Don't even know what my knees and legs are doing. Feet, I've had a. Feet and knees. I've had a, a injury since I was in the sophomore year of high school. <laughs> where. It's not a real injury, but my, <laughs> you know what I mean, like an ailment. It's not. I can. I could get surgery for it, but it'd be. It'd be. What am I going to put up? Thirty at the Rucker. I don't need to be playing basketball like that anymore. But my knee, it pushes out instead of in. Like it goes off the cap. The the actual tendon pushes one way or the other. So okay. it, it, it's probably going to be terrible arthritis when I'm oh, sixty. God. But yeah, literally. Uh, Every time, if I put too much in, like pressure, it it becomes uh, it becomes extremely painful to the point that when I was playing football and basketball in high school, they'd have to tape the knee to the side, or like put tape to the side so that my knee just stayed in place. But I couldn't explain all that to my <laughs> uncle walking with my girlfriend, soon to be wife. What does she think about that comment? Does she have something to say about it? She don't tell us that <laughs> shit. She wasn't there when I was six, when I was 10, when I was 13, when I was 16. So scared of my family. <laughs> California kid who just wants to play video games. Why is everyone so loud? Yeah. 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 That's why the stereotype about black people were real, about them being like loud. I was like, yeah, my family's all been loud. Yeah, yeah. On both sides, they're just they're just loud people. Yeah. People showing up. Who would imagine? With up to fourteen people in a household, people need to scream to be <laughs> noticed. It's Who would have thought? So, ladies and gentlemen, OJ's mic has turned off, which means this interview is coming to a close. Thank you, um, listeners and storytellers for coming and listening for an hour and some change. Uh, it was fun. It's been great. We appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, fully for taking the time out of your day to come chill with us and listen to us talk. Uh, this one might not even be recorded, guys. <laughs> From what what his face is showing me on him. Should have ended it earlier. I just, I just, the convo was just so good. I thought I'd get a little bit more out of it. But um, what you looking at, Sandy? Huh? Anyway, talking to a dog. That's you know I'm going crazy. 
I will start the next song or the ending closing song, which I've had, had the pleasure of enjoying all week. I think my what I'm ending with are going to be the songs that I love because I want you guys to hear the full versions and the ones that I start with. Just you know, some sleep. Not, I don't want to call it a sleeper because that's Joe's thing, Joe Button thing, but it's something like, you know, you guys might not think you like. Um, but it also might be some oldie stuff too, so I'm kind of like that with my with my beginning. It's a white thing, some white bed or something. All right, uh, let's go, go, go with something that's been. Uh, how's it? Is it looking? Is it good? Saved? Great. We didn't lose like we lost before. All right, guys. Honestly, here's me, old to the motherfucking T. Just wanted to say. This song is called Loved by You by Molly Music. Trust me, it'll take your heart. <laughs> Trust me, it'll break your heart. It's so underrated. When we say play with love uh, Trust me, it'll take It'll take all of it and break your heart uh, Every day we pray and love To the God of it But it's so good So good Yes, it's so good, so good to be loved by you. Yes, it's so good. When I say take your heart I'm not talking robbery I'm talking lots of talks and texts The cost to be The one we ought to see Though talks and texts could get the point from A to B My XYZ and all across the board The alphabet, the cost to be The alphabet with tossing lots of nets Across the board, it's all on me Like every eye Gemini to a Quimini I don't cry Eyes up, boots tied up It's you, him and I Loving by you Life's do too quick, man We in it now Nothing by you Flight's do too quick, yeah We in the sky so
Blessings. One.